0: is here and so may be your fantasy titles or they're starting next week either way you want to win so i got you with advice on eight of the most talked about players in fantasy including the eagles quarterbacks and the colts running backs as well as defenses and kickers to stream as always for week 16 all right here on the breakout football podcast on the believe network sponsored by prize picks I'm your host, Zach Cohen, as always, at Zach Cohen FB on all social media, primarily Twitter and TikTok. Week 16, it's crazy that it's here, but we still got a lot to talk about as I record this in a temporary new studio location. We will start with what I said on Monday for the 33rd team with the Jalen Hurts news coming out. How should you treat Hurts? How should you treat Minshew? Back then when I recorded it, we weren't sure if Hurts was playing, so here's what I had to say followed by a couple additional thoughts. If you had Jalen Hurts on your fantasy team, then congrats! You probably made it pretty far in your fantasy leagues. Unfortunately, if you haven't heard yet, Got some bad news, Jalen Hurts' status for this Saturday's game against Dallas is in question with a shoulder injury. Speculation about whether it's a long term or short term is just speculation at this point, it's not official. what we do know is there's a very good chance Hurts does not play Saturday. What does this mean for your fantasy team though? Well, let's be real here. Philadelphia is still a very good, well-rounded team. They run the ball really well, too. I know Miles Sanders just had a dud. He had three goal line touchdowns robbed by Jalen Hurts. But keep in mind, they play a good Dallas defense who surprisingly is tied for the sixth most rushing yards per carry allowed to opposing running backs. With that said, obviously, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, if he's healthy, yeah, they kind of take a hit back. Even though Gardner Minshew isn't a bad quarterback by any means it does change a little bit what you can expect from those players still you should still start A.J. Brown Devontae Smith a little bit riskier Dallas Goddard if he's healthy just with how poor the tight end position is in fantasy you'll still probably need to start him again if he plays so yeah bad news for Jalen Hurts fantasy managers sorry but Gardner Minshew Eh. actually you should probably look elsewhere maybe Brock Purdy if you have a good backup like Daniel Jones or Jared Goff It's a tricky situation entering week 16. Again, now we know Hertz is not going to play, so how does this affect the other Eagles players? Not too much. I'd still start A.J. Brown. I'd definitely still start Miles Sanders. Devontae Smith maybe gets a knockdown or two. Maybe he's more of a high-end flex than a low-end wide receiver, too. Dallas Goddard, look, if he's healthy at this point, we don't know. Then, yeah, you're still going to start him because he's good, and the tight ends are not. What I will say about Minshew, if you really need a quarterback and Daniel Jones isn't available, this next quarterback is not... Available, then yeah, Minshew. You could do worse, still has a top supporting cast around him, so that's how I think you should treat the Eagles quarterbacks in week 16. Just mentioned one quarterback you could possibly stream this weekend another Brock Purdy. My goodness, he scored 21.7 fantasy points against Tampa in week 14. Only scored 16 and a half points last week against Seattle, but in week 16, he faces a Washington defense that prior to week 15 had only given up six games of 17 or more fantasy points. But the quarterbacks for those games Jared Goff, Jalen Hurts twice, Dak Prescott, Justin Fields, and Daniel Jones. Goff and Jones, not the greatest, but certainly startable in some, if not most, weeks as of late. Hurts, Dak, Fields. Top quarterbacks in fantasy, all quarterbacks won, so the Commanders really haven't faced any other good quarterbacks. Either way, Purdy, he's not fully matchup-proof yet, but he shouldn't be too impacted by good defenses. I don't know if I'd consider Washington's pass attack very good, and especially when you look at who Purdy has to throw the ball to. If you really need a quarterback this week, Brock Purdy is my top realistic streamer. Alright, let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. Not because you have him on your team. I'm willing to bet that if you're listening to this episode, you need to win your title, and you did not have Jonathan Taylor to do that. Lots of teams who drafted Taylor probably did not make it this far, and instead are vying to avoid a league punishment. Hey, maybe that's why you're listening too. But we're talking about players who could actually help in Week 16 Zach Moss was the hottest name, especially when it was official that Taylor would miss the season with an ankle injury. Look last week, Moss finished that weird indie Minnesota game with more than double the snaps and almost double the carries than Dion Jackson, who prior to Moss's trade to Indianapolis, was thought of the handcuffed to target behind Taylor. And while Moss ran five more routes than Jackson, they did only see one target. Here's the kicker: Moss, who's typically viewed as his bruising back, played on 10 third downs. Jackson, who's viewed as the receiving back, the Mahim Hines of this offense, if you will. He only played on four third downs. So Moss is a low-end RB2 against a Chargers D that's allowed the most yards per carry this season. I like Moss. Don't love him. Doesn't have to be someone you force into your lineups. As for Jackson, I know he's, again, he's widely viewed as the better pass catcher. He deserves some flex consideration too. I think his upside is there to make that case for him, but that's how you should treat the Colts running backs in week 16. Got another running back for you, the hottest player in fantasy over the last couple of weeks because he has been the number one running back over the last three weeks. It's Jarek McKinnon. What bizarre world are we living in where McKinnon is the RB1 in fantasy at the current moment? Okay, a little bit of an exaggeration, but based off past production over the last month, uh, yeah, he's had 10 plus fantasy points in five of the last seven games, so he's actually been pretty consistent as of late. Yeah, those back-to-back 30-point performances are huge, but keep in mind, he's seen the second-most targets on the Chiefs behind Travis Kelsey since Week 9. Week 16, facing Seattle, they've allowed four running backs to reach 65 receiving yards against them, and overall, they've allowed the sixth-most catches and the fourth-most yards receiving to the position. McKinnon, especially for his upside, is a player you want in your lineups this week. Got some receivers and a very interesting tight end and defense and kickers to stream still to talk about. This is normally the part in the show where I name my props of the week. It's a Thursday afternoon, recording this ahead of TNF. So instead, I'm going to push back my props. If you want those props, because I've been hot. I've won money three of the last four weeks. Follow me on Twitter, at FB or reach out however you know how, whether it's commenting on TikTok, DMing on Instagram, DMing on Twitter, just adding me on Twitter. I prefer the ads to be honest. And I will give you my props, and they are all on prize picks. Prize picks is where the props lie fantasy score, kicker points, sack totals. They've been money for me this season. And if you do not already have prize picks, what are you waiting for? Use my code ZCOHEN, Z C O H E N, to sign up and deposit. They will give you. A 100% deposit match up to $100. Yeah, so you put in $100, you're getting a free $100. That's code Z Cohen on prize picks. We talked about one Kansas City Chief. Let's talk about another one who's been hot the last two weeks. Juju Smith-Schuster, ladies and gentlemen, is a wide receiver too, and he could smash this week. Yeah, he's been playing well. 10-plus targets in each of the last two Games. He's had about 22 points and 16 points in those two games, respectively. This week, the Chiefs host the Seattle Seahawks, who have allowed the 12th most points to slot receivers this season. So, not great, still pretty good, especially when you realize that Juju, yeah, he's played above half of his snaps from the slot this season. If you have Juju, he's a guy you want in your lineups as a mid wide receiver, too, I'd say. We got a tight end, a defensive kicker, and a sleeper stash who could win you next week and is almost certainly available in your leagues, but this one, man, this one pains me. Deontay Johnson. I tweeted about him last week. Here's what I had to say. Deontay Johnson averages in five full games with Mitchell Trubisky, 10.2 targets, and 15.3 fantasy points. His averages in all other games, a.k.a. with Kenny Pickett, 8 targets, and 8.8 fantasy points. Yeah, so in case you couldn't pick it up there, DJ plays much better with Trubisky in fantasy than he does with Pickett. Last week with Trubisky, 10 of 10 targets for 98 yards and route to 20 fantasy points. This week, not only is Kenny Bickett back from a concussion, but DJ has missed practice Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. He was out there throwing Thursday, but still listed as a DNP. Yikes, this is not good for Johnson. I don't think he's someone you can confidently start. He's He has a solid matchup against the Raiders, who have allowed the 15th most fantasy points to wide receivers this season, but I still think Johnson is a mid-wide receiver three. It sounds dumb, it sounds simple, but really mostly just because one is injury, two, because Pickett is back there and not Trubisky. What type of world are we living in where we have to root for Mitchell Trubisky to start football games? Rip Deontay Johnson. I am most excited about this player because last week, my colleague Jordan Vanek said this player could be a sneaky DFS play. And Rashid Shaheed delivered with three catches, 95 yards, and one touchdown. He had that big touchdown from Taysom Hill. Despite being barely fantasy relevant all season, shaheed has been a downfield threat. Now, with Olave out with a hamstring injury, Jarvis Landry officially done for the season, Shahid could be a sneaky play for Nola in Week 17. I wouldn't start him in Week 16 because New Orleans is playing in not-friendly weather. I'll get to that in a minute. But Shahid is someone to stash with high upside later if you make it past Week 17. Got a tight end. I can't believe I'm talking about. It. And defense and kickers to stream. A lot of defenses. Not so many kickers. But those two kickers could be golden. But remember, if you have any questions, you want me to help set your lineup, give you some props. Make sure you're following me. You're rating the show too. That's nice. But more importantly... Follow me, at Zach Cohen, F-B-Z-A-C-H-C-O-H-E-N-F-B. Twitter, TikTok, I'm most responsive. Twitter, way more responsive than anything. But make sure you're following me there and checking out my comps, and I do waiver columns every Sunday night through Tuesday. It's a three-day affair over at the33rdteam.com, and defense and kickers to stream article every Wednesday afternoon. I'll touch on that in a sec. But first, I have been swayed. I did a league winner's show. Earlier today, today being Thursday, with Ryan Reynolds, Alex Caruso, and Ed Honcho himself, Josh Larkey. And Ryan Reynolds put me on to Taysom Hill. There have been multiple times this season I've said on TikTok live, I've responded to DMs and tweets that, no, you should not be playing Taysom Hill. But man... NOLA right now, they're playing in Cleveland, which should be a crazy weather game. Wind gusts north of 50 miles per hour, projected standard wind throughout the game, 20 to 30 miles per hour, temperatures hovering between 0 and 10 degrees. This looks like a great matchup to get Taysom Hill utilized, because there's no Chris Olave. The weather's bad, and the Browns are bottom third in rushing yards allowed. Also, Taysom Hill has that upside that few tight ends have. Maybe you could play Jawan Johnson. He's been hot. I did talk about him on my waiver wire column on Monday. But now with this weather and the injury situation in New Orleans, this could be the week where Taysom Hill pops off. If you need that upside, you're playing the juggernaut. Hill could be that guy for you. And as promised, as always, rounding out with defenses and kickers to stream, I got a lot of defenses. Normally, I do three. This week, I got five, maybe four by the time you're listening, because I do think the Jaguars' defense against the Jets is a sneaky good stream with how that weather is turning out, a lot of rain expected. But my top defense to stream, Broncos defense. The Lions defense is a sneaky defense to stream too. I think the Rams defense has high upside with a, an all right floor because they're playing the Broncos. The Titans, the Titans defense, I don't love them. I think they're pretty reliant on turnovers against the Texans, but those five defense slash special teams could be golden for you to advance past week 16. Full analysis, again, over at the 33 team.com. You can find it on my Twitter and in my bio on TikTok and Instagram. Instagram. As for kickers, originally I had Riley Patterson on here, so no, I'm no longer telling you to stream him. Maybe if you're listening to this on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, that changed. But the other two kickers I like, Jake Elliott has a surprisingly great matchup indoors as well. Brandon McManus, risky kicker with a phenomenal matchup. That game is also in doors with that said hope everyone has a great and safe week 16 only two weeks left in the season y'all know where to find me if you have any questions at all let's go win those titles everyone have a safe and happy week 16 and happy holidays peace out